It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Through the miracle of Internet Radio, the Never Say Impossible show offers a unique opportunity for the sharing of information and a unique opportunity to tell the world your story about your accomplishments, your passions, your products, and how you can be contacted. The show is designed to introduce you to new people who will inspire, motivate, and inform you of innovative ways to breathe new life into your goals and dreams. At NSI, anything is possible until you say it's not. Impossible Radio. I'm Myra. Today is a spectacular day because it's our Never Say Impossible broadcast day. At NSI, we want to inspire and motivate you to follow your dreams. That's exactly what our guest today is doing. We are talking to a very special lady, a DJ and entertainer who believes in keeping real music from the good old days alive. Her name is Linda Evans, commonly known as the Queen of Radio. You can find us on NSI Radio on Facebook. Remember to like the page when you visit. You can also find us listed as, and these are capital letters, NSI, the AmpuSign, D-O-O-D Radio on Stitcher.com, iTunes, TalkShoe.com, TuneIn.com, and of course, on my website at MyraGoldick.com. All you have to do is hit the Show Archives button. Today, our topic is music, real music. Do you feel that real music is a thing of the past? Perhaps that's a strange question to some of you who may be very young, but music has it once was, has changed with the digital revolution. Do you remember the first time you heard elevator music? It was an electronically produced music that played in the background of elevators and office buildings, doctor's offices, and it was totally generic. I couldn't stand it. I would have preferred to sit there or ride that elevator in silence rather than to listen to that electronic sound. That was the beginning of a change that swept the music business. Little by little, real voices were technically enhanced. Instruments were made to sound completely unrealistic, doing things that instruments don't normally do. Where was rhythm and blues and real music 
from the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Where was it? Never Say Impossible Radio is going to talk about that topic today with Linda Evans. Linda, a DJ and entertainer, is a breath of fresh air to all of those of us who love rhythm and blues and music that came out of Motown. She is known, as I mentioned, as the queen of radio on Blog Talk Radio and on her own website. Linda is the founder of a company called A Touch of Reality. She is also a talk show host. She's actually a celebrity personality. (laughs) And you're in for a treat today. Linda plays music 24-7 on her online website, which is old-school-internet-radio. And that will be in my blog, so all you have to do is click on it. The company, A Touch of Reality, was founded in 2008 and has grown from a small group of listeners to the current audience of many thousands all over the world who love old-time real music. Welcome, Linda. Oh, wow. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like a queen. I really do feel like a queen today after that After that brilliant uh, introduction. Uh, thank you, Mara, uh, and thank you for allowing me to uh, come on to your show and, and, and be a part of your audience as well as you being a part of mine. So thank you for that. Well, I I am really honored to have you on. I love your show. You oh, you are a passionate lady. So tell our listeners how you became so entrenched in the music industry and the business. How did it happen? Well, uh, I'm I'm going to try to keep a, a long story short, uh, I was introduced to music by, I have two fathers, um, and I'll try to be brief with that. I, my biological father, which is, uh, I wrote a story on him, his name is Mr. Bernard Wilson. He was the original Blue Notes, and uh, he he wrote music for Hell Melvin and the Blue Notes. Um, so that's my biological father. So that part of me came from him as far as the music, uh, being inclined to the music. But I also was raised by a man, uh, Mr. Willie Evans. Uh, Mr. Willie Evans, uh, his brothers used to sing backup for Sam Cooke and the Soulsters. So I was getting a little bit of a music uh, trend from both sides of the coin, from the man that raised me as far as the man that birthed, uh, was part of the conception of me being uh, brought here. So that's it. And when you talk about fathers, you got to talk about both of them because they both uh, came into this into this uh, quite quite beautifully, if, if, if that's the word I want to use for it. Well, it sounds like it was in your DNA, and not only in your DNA, because you inherited a lot of it from your father, your biological father, but then it was you were surrounded by it as you were growing up with your second father. That's really exciting, but the fact that you've made it such an important part of your life is what's interesting to me because many people are the off 
wellspring of talented people and musical people and entertainment people. But it doesn't drive them the way it's driving you at this point. So from the time that you started out in life on your own, how did you decide, and I'm sure you had many decisions along the way, but how did you decide that this was going to be the high point of your life? How did that come to fruition? Wow, that's a, that's a great question, Maya. Uh, I don't think, to be quite honest with you, I don't think I made the decision. Uh, I think God had chosen me to go in that path because as I was coming up, matter of fact, I'm in the process of writing a book in dedication to Bernard Wilson. It's called Missing My Daddy's Love. Uh, my family on purposely kept him away from me and did not want him to be a father to me because he was part of the music business. Um, and I did not find that out until much later in my life uh, when I discovered this. So I think God had chosen me because even with my uh, parents that had raised me, my, which were my biological aunt and uncle, uh, they never, ever mentioned him. They never mentioned him. They never talked about him being a part of the music business. Uh, music was something that I felt it was a part of me, but I didn't know why. Um, as a child, I would hear music playing, didn't know where the music was coming from, didn't know why it was playing, but I was inspired to keep putting the headsets on. I, I started pretending in a, in a very small room on the second floor of my aunt and uncle's house, who I called my first set of parents, um, they would have a hard time calling me to dinner because I would be sitting there with the headsets on in the dark playing the, the old 45s and, and the 78s and the, and, and, and the albums, pretending to be a DJ uh, at the age of seven. I was doing this at, at a very young age, and I didn't know why I loved music so much. I just knew that I, I loved it, I, I wanted to be a part of it, and uh, my family never kept me from loving music. They just kept me from understanding what the true history of where my, my DNA was coming from. So I, uh, I had gotten, I had said to myself, I, I made a vow to myself, when I did find out who my, who my biological father was, I was going to make sure that he got in all the respects and, 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 and whatever it is that needed to be done in reference to keeping his name afloat, as well as honoring uh, Willie Evans because he was the man that, that got me through the trenches. Uh, he was there the, the good times, the bad times, the in-between times, the crying times, uh, the sick times, whatever times, the, you know, the dating times. He was, the, he was that real, real father knowing that the rest of the family had a, had a, had a a problem with Bernard being the father because of the business that he was in so in 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 honor to answer your question i truly believe god was leading my path into into the business of music because that didn't happen on my own especially when you're knowing when you're coming from a family that did not want you to know so I have to give I have to give the praises to where where it originally started, and that's God. That's 
very beautiful what you just said, and I totally believe it. Even though I've only known you for a short time, I totally believe that it was a higher power whispering in your ear, and you now have and know your purpose, and that is to bring great joy and entertainment to so much of the world through what you're doing. It's a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. Now, when did you decide to form a touch of reality and why? Well, uh, see, now, and and again, we have to go back to both of my fathers. Well, Rich, I should say Willie Evans was, he, he was the real cause of a touch reality getting its name. Because he sat me, me and my, you got I guess you can say, my dad and I were very, very, very close. He was the most inspirational man in my entire life as coming up as a child, even though Bernard wasn't able to be there. Uh, I sat with him at the age of nine. This is how I touched reality. The name came about when, at the age of nine. I was sitting, we were sitting on the, on the riverbanks. Uh, fishing, we were catfishing, to be exact, because that's where me and my dad had our peace. Uh, that's when we had our tranquility. Uh, is when we're out there fishing uh, on the waters and and conversating about life. And he's explaining to me about what it's going to take in order for me to be the person that I need to be. He always brought me up. If nobody else brought me up in my life, I can definitely say that Mr. Evans did that for me. Uh, he sat on the riverbanks with me, and he said to me, he says, Linda, I'm going to tell you a thing. I'm going to tell you a couple of things that you need to carry through life, and I hope you, if you don't remember nothing else about me, remember this. Uh, carry this. Uh, find somebody who you believe in and have them to believe in you. That's number one. And number two, when you grow up, I can see you're going to be the voice that everybody needs to hear. Now, they may not like what you've got to hear or what you got to say, but you're going to be the voice that everybody's going to just pay attention to. God made you that way. He, he, he gave me that insight to you. And I said, okay. And then he said, number three, when you find a fool, you leave a fool alone because a fool is only wise in his own mind. And, and you're going to run into a lot of fools that's going to uh, uh, portray themselves to be one thing and then come off being something else. So you got to learn how to know to decipher the difference. So those three things is what carried me uh, through my life. He says, you'll never be sick. He also said that to me. He says, you'll never be a sickly woman. Uh, life will never hold you down. You you are the type of individual that you you may bounce and lean over to the side, you know, where people are trying to knock you down. But but you you gonna have that spring in your step, and God has chose for your free. And it was kind of cute the way he said it. He said God has chosen you to wear rubber shoes. <laughs> <laughs> he says you're going to wear rubber shoes because rubber shoes, it'll bounce, but it ain't going to fall. It, it'll bounce. It, it may lean over a little bit, but it ain't going to never fail you. So he says keep on those rubber shoes uh, and, 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 and be the best that you can be because if I had to stand, and, and this is what he also said, he said if I had to stand at the steps of the White House, I would want Linda Evans to represent me. And that those words just carried me 
from that day, from the age of nine all the way up to the, to, to the present date. I, I hear that him saying that in, in the back of my head every time I need those words of encouragement when people try to bring me down, when people try to talk about me, when people t- try to tell me, well, Linda, you can't do this, you can't, you're not supposed to do that, you're not supposed to say that because you, you're going to be stepping on somebody's toes, somebody's going to get upset. Oh, well, whoop, there it is. <laughs> You know, you can't be all things to all people. You just have to be true to yourself and as authentic as you can be. And right. uh, your your father, although he wasn't your biological father, was a very wise man and said some very, very important things to you. And I think it would be a good thing for lots of people to be exposed to that type of ideology because... It kept you strong and powerful. Mm-hmm. And if mm-hmm. there was ever a time when you did bend in the wind, you bounced right back. And I can hear it in everything you say and everything you do. So hats off to uh, Mr. Evans. Now, what the heck is happening to music? I don't know. Oh, Lord. <laughs> How much time do we have? <laughs> I, you know, I, it shocks me. And I know that I sound probably very old by saying that because every generation thinks the music of their era was the best. Mm-hmm. But having said that, the electronic revolution that's happened and what's happened to digital sound and it's just mind-boggling it's different i think from any transition we've ever experienced in the music Mm -hmm. industry i mean you know years ago our grandparents listened to big bands and, and then there was you know the first pop music and the first uh, rock and roll and then there was this Motown explosion which was the most fantastic music that is played over and over again because people just love it even very young people love it what the heck is happening today well uh, from my perspective and my experience, you've got to look back at what was going on during the old school days. Uh, first of all, when my dad was coming up in, in, in the surrounding groups that he was surrounded by, they had a purpose. Uh, back then, they were, they were singing about something. And when I say they were singing about something, they had, first of all, you mentioned something about me. You said I have compassion. Well, guess what? They had the same thing. They had compassion for what they were doing. They had compassion for whatever was going on in that day and era. Uh, And most of the time, if you listen to the biggest of the old school music, they had something to say. They had a message that they wanted to get out. See, when you don't want to engage in, in, in anything negative, they would sit in their own little private surroundings and get to write and take a, a, a pen and a paper and say, okay, these are my thoughts. Now let me turn it into something. Let me turn it into music, which is what my father did. 
what people don't know, and this was part of this is going to be a part of my book. Uh, my dad sat down, and him and my mother was fussing over what he was going to call his group, and she and he came up with the idea that he was going to call it the Sapphires. And she said, no, no, you can't name it the Sapphires because who's going to believe about a little blue stone, which he was representing my birthstone, which is September. He wanted to name it Sapphire after that. But my mother kind of talked him out of it. So he says, well, okay, well, since I'm writing a lot of love letters and love notes in reference to wanting to be a dad to my child, let me call my group the Blue Notes. So... I have to, I'm using that as an example because this is what this was what these men and women were thinking about whatever was on their minds what whatever was on their hearts whatever they were portraying at that particular time they wrote it down and says let me let me turn instead of making it a negative thing let me turn it into something positive and and, and anything anytime you listen to a song it's got a word. It's got a message behind that music. If you listen deep enough, if you listen deep enough. Now, these kids today, they're not interested in a story. They don't have a story to tell. All it is is about bang, 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 bang. And, you know, let's let's make a dollar bill. Bang, 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 bang. So, and now you be like, oh, Lord, what, 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 please, you're giving me a headache. <laughs> so we can't <laughs> because you, you're listening to all of that bang, 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 bang. So when you get through banging your head up against that wall, at some point in time, it's going to hurt. And these kids today, they don't understand that, see, back in my dad's day and, and me listening to his music in, in groups uh, in his era, they had a message behind their, their words. These kids today, it's nothing but a paycheck. It's like, oh well, let me let me see how many people can listen to my song and follow it on Twitter, or let me see how many people I can post this on Facebook. That's not what music is all about. Music has some conviction. Music has passion. Music has soul. And if you don't understand that, then you just you you just banging your head against the wall and and seeing if if anything's going to come out of it, and. That's pretty much the bottom line. They don't understand. And and I had did an interview with uh, 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 Marshall Thompson of the Shylights, and he was saying the same thing. He said that the kids today are not taking the time out to uh, uh, learn how to play instruments. See, back then it w- it was not only a hustle uh, to feed, to put food on the on the table to feed their families at, at, back then. They wasn't they wasn't caring about being a celebrity or the or the limelight. They were ta- they were doing it to to not only give a message but to survive for whatever whatever they needed to to survive with whether they were having kids or whether they were supporting their mom their dad or whatever in between. See these kids today don't have nothing to look forward to. Um, all they want is is a paycheck. And that, that's all it means to them. They don't know what it means to have to go through something. See, when you've been gone through something, then you can, you can, you can have a positive outlet to have a testimony at, at the end of the day. So that's what that's all about. And, that, and that's the reason why the difference is what it is. Well, I think that, sadly, the current youth of today really want instant gratification for everything mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. see rapping and which 
in many cases is like poetry set to a beat. But they Mm -hmm. see it as instant money. They want instant fame and instant, I, I mean, what took us lifetimes to build, they want it right away. And it's sad because they think it's going to be more difficult for them than it even was for the generation before them coming up. So, you know, I'm I'm not going to knock rap. It's not one of my favorites. I make a lot of enemies <laughs> by saying that. I, I don't like the current style of dancing, which to me looks like people just hopping up and down because mm-hmm. the, the music itself doesn't really create that passionate movements that years ago were so coordinated. The groups, oh my goodness, just watching them, even if you didn't hear what they were singing about, if you took off the sound and you watched the movements, that in itself was a show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that That doesn't exist anymore. So I guess we've made it clear that we're not big, big fans. And I I think there's room for all kinds of music. I guess we can't, as I said, no one is all things to all people. But I, for one, really miss concerts that were not technically enhanced, where people really performed. And groups really performed. And you could see these people real life and the voices mm-hmm. their their singing voices were so spectacular and speaking about that you sing don't you <laughs> oh myra <laughs> <laughs> um in all honesty I, I i just found out that i have a little bit of a vocal uh, I didn't know that I could sing until my voice coach told me, wow, Linda, you you, you got something here. Uh, I was like, I do? <laughs> I, I try to, like, stop myself. I was like, and, and, and he was telling me, he says, your voice is, is, a, is a lot old school. Do you realize what you can do with it? And I says, well, most people, I don't know if they'll be so open to hear me do it, but I, I am going to. I'm going to show up and show out. I've planned a gospel music concert for October, which will be uh, going out into the public the 1st of June, uh, inviting people out because it's a a mandatory thing that I have to do in order to move myself to the next stage of having a touch of reality, the entertainment edition coming to light because the promoters and the TV cast and the people from the TV industry will be an audience looking for me to perform live. And, uh, and second, I guess you could say it's going to be killing three birds with one stone. Uh, the second reason why I'm doing this is because my father, Bernard Wilson had passed away and did not get a funeral. So I'm going to do this in honor and in loving memorance of him uh, because he did not get the proper funeral or the proper send away that, that he was supposed to have gotten. And neither did my mother. And that's, that's a story within itself. And the third reason, uh, is they said that it's met, like I said, again, it's mandatory 
for me to have to do this because a touch of reality, the entertainment edition is going to be uh, a station here in either the Chicagoland area or the Rockford area for the CBS uh, TV station, and we have to perform it live, and they want to make sure before they start investing their money into a 10-year, they're talking about my show to, to run for the next 10 years uh, under a contract. So I got to prove myself. So that's the third reason. Uh, I got to prove that I know how to I know how to bring it and do it. So I haven't sung a song since The Wiz over 25 years ago. <laughs> So now I get a chance to do it all over again, and it's going to be in honor of my parents, uh, Bernard, as well as Dorothy Dorothy Rogers, which is my biological mother. Um, she had the comical side; she had the music side. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to bring it to the surface and 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 do what I do best and make it happen. So that's wow. That's you have some big <laughs> dreams. I want, and I know, I just know they're going to come true. I'm going to take a short break, and when we get back, I want you to tell everybody who hasn't discovered your show how they find it, how they listen to it, and and all the details and the vision for this TV show that you're putting together. So we have a lot more to talk about, so don't go away. We'll be right back. Sign up today for my weekly radio show announcements and guest information. And receive a free chapter of my newest book, Dancing on Your Disabilities, Never Say Impossible to Your Dreams, My Story of Perseverance, Passion, Hope, and Happiness. Dreams do come true despite adversity. If I can do it, you can do it too. Hello again. This is Myra, and we're talking to Linda Evans, the queen of radio. And she has some real exciting news about her future plans that are just huge. And that's the only way to make dreams come true. When you dream, dream big. And Linda is dreaming big, and she is on a roll. Now, tell everybody how they listen right now, your website, and so forth. Well, thank you. Uh, well, I have a talk show that is on uh, supposedly every Thursday night. With Right now we're putting up new, uh, new radio equipment, so it's kind of sketchy right now. But usually I'm on every Thursday night, minus the fact that we got new radio equipment that we've been testing out and, and bringing into, into the service. So if I'm not on... Thursday night is only because of the new equipment. Uh, it's called uh, www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash a touch of reality is the name. That's www.blogtalkradio forward slash a touch of reality. Now, if they are interested in music, and I used to do music on Blog Talk, but due to the fact that the sound quality is what we were having an issue with. That was the only reason why I had to separate the music from Blog Talk, and that was the only reason because the music uh, equipment wasn't, uh, some folks, for whatever reason, it wasn't uh, connecting each, each other on the points. So I had to separate it, and now people can join me, uh, well, I like to say five days a week, 
uh, five days a week with the exception of Thursday. Thursday I'm not on, and uh, Sunday we're trying to do that from teaching. But we're going to go back to six days a week uh, with playing music, and it starts at noon, noontime every day, uh, noontime up until about 9 or 10 o'clock at night. Uh, in reference to whatever, depending on the theme. And, and, and they can go to www.oldschoolinternet.com, internet radio, I'm sorry, oldschoolinternetradio.com. Um, or you can, you can keep it short and sweet. Just go to www.wqor, that's www.wqor.net, and just click your play button. Uh, we have a different theme each and every day. Monday is Motown. We play all of Motown's artists on Mondays. Monday is Motown Monday. Tuesday is blues and jazz. If you love your your B.B. Uh, Kings, uh, your, your John Coltrane's, uh, Louis Armstrong, Elliot, Elliot Fitzgerald, um, she is to, uh, being played. Uh, Sam Cooke, if you like those types of artists, you will find them on my Tuesday. My Wednesday is all pop music, like your Michael Jacksons, your Janet Jacksons. Uh, Thursday is old school again when we're playing, or it's or we try to convert it back over to the talk radio. And Friday is all love music, like your Lenny Williams and your Rick James and Tina Marie with Fire and Desire. These uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire is also... Uh, on that genre. Uh, Saturday is this combination of everything that's been played during the course of the week. It's called Anything Goes uh, for Saturday when we're playing Saturday music uh, from 12 noon up until about 10. And on Sunday, which is probably my biggest day of them all, everybody got to get their gospel music on. Uh, Again, it's from 12, from 12 until 10. Sometimes it goes a little longer with the hours because we have church people that come in at around 9, between 8.30 and 9 after they get through with their church service, and they tune in. And that's an hour average. I would say my, my Sunday listeners is, is a lot larger because we started off with 125 people per hour. Now we're up to 260 people per hour uh, mm-hmm. with listening to gospel music on Sunday. So. Uh, I'm just out there promoting, uh, doing, like I say, I do what I do best, and that's giving them the great old school music as as far as wherever the eyes can see. There's not a music out there that I'm not familiar with, so I just have people to tune in and listen in. And now we're also doing a promotion. If you send us your email address and get listed with and be a part of uh, a touch of reality's email address, we give you a shout out. We also do birthday shout outs. Uh, if your birthday, or if you if you tell us, if you email us and say uh, whatever your favorite song is or your favorite artist is, if if I say it on the air, you have a chance of winning a prize with us. Um, we we didn't gave away gas cards. We didn't gave away food cards. Um, a, a guy got a lot of gas for his truck back this past Christmas from one of our sponsors. So it, it's amazing as to what we give away each and every month. So we tell people to come on down, come on in, give us your email. We don't sell your email uh, address to anyone. It's in our private, private list. And uh, we, we try to make everybody a part of the family. And you're doing it. 
And you yes, are ma'am. making waves, boy. You go, girl. I love it. <laughs> well, thank you. You know, I'm sitting here listening to the library of music you have. Oh, my goodness. You must have done an enormous amount of research. Mara, I have, not to cut you off, I got 37,694 pieces of music from artists. Wow. <laughs> now, don't, don't you think I should be I, I should be given that title to Queen of Race? <laughs> oh, my God. And I, I, I am visualizing since, I know what broadcasting is all about, and I'm visualizing the amount of work it took for you to put that together so that it would be so enjoyable for people. The thought that went into separating the various genres, the different types of music, the jazz from the the Motown, from... Uh, you know, the love songs and so forth. Because normally when you listen, you get a conglomeration of stuff Mm -hmm. (laughs) on the radio. And you may like some of it, hate some of it. You can't wait to switch a button and change a channel. Or even if it's music that you get from, uh, you know, from over the television through one of these big uh, cable companies, it's mm-hmm. usually pretty poor mixed music put together. So you really are offering something special. So that's wonderful. Can people go back into the archives and listen to old shows too? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, matter of fact, uh, they would find all of my best old school music shows with Block Talk to be exact because uh, I started I started back in 2008 and that was on a dare <laughs> that was on a dare and now it it, it took off but uh, some of my uh, if, if if they email me let, let's to give you an example if if you email me and say well Linda I'm really in the mood for some some BB King uh, some blues music okay well, all I got to do is go in the archives and I'll send you a, a personal link to that show and you can just, you don't even have to look for the show. I know where the show is located. And you don't have to stroll down the whole list. I have the entire library. I've done 280 shows. So with 280 shows, when somebody tells me what they want to listen to or if they want to hear something, I'll just pull it from the archives and just shoot them. That's the reason why I created for anybody to give me their email address because there may be a show that you want to hear uh, that I can probably pull up for you. Like, for instance, when I did the live uh, taping, I did a live taping for Motown dedication of uh, Michael Jackson with uh, Marvin Gaye and Stevie Wonder. Now, that show pulled over 10,000 people to listen to that show, and they still love it. So... If somebody comes in and say, well, can you give me the Motown mix, because that's what the name of the show is called, I can easily pull it through the archives and just send it to them, and they can just listen to it all over again for that two-hour show that I did. So, uh, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm putting you know, in my request now. <laughs> <laughs> you 
you know, because Mara, Mara, the thing is, I listen with a different type of ear. I don't listen to music the way everybody else listens to music. Um, I'm the type of person, I, I will, the way I put music together, I have a bold system, okay? But I also have that turntable. You know where you where you play the music with the with the needle mm-hmm. and put the quarter mm-hmm. on the on top of the uh, on top of the player. Uh, yeah, I still got that. Yes, I do. I don't care. I'm not embarrassed. Um, <laughs> um, now what I do is I'll take that that one I'll take one ear and listen to it from the bow side and then I'll switch it over and I'll I'll take the bass out of something. Or I'll take the 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 umbrella, or it, it's a it's a word that they use, and most people won't know. But it's a it's a link as to taking certain parts out of the music, so I can hear what it is I'm trying to listen for. And when I do that, I'll come back and put the song back together, and then put it with a with another slew of music. And then that's how people write into me and say, Well, Linda, I don't know how you do that, but you know how to put songs together to where they complement each other. Yes, I do, because I am the person that will take that same music and take the vibrato out of it. I'll I'll break it down to the last common denominator to where I'm only hearing a piece of that music. I may be going in there just to listen to the bass. I may be going in there to just listen to uh, the guitar or the tenor. Whatever I'm I'm aiming for, that's what I, I focus on, and that's how I come together as well as putting of sounds together. And another thing I wanted to throw out there, uh, if I may, uh, I've been called to bring uh, 12 of the old school uh, bands back together to do a concert. I've been chosen to do that by the city of Rockford. Um, They are giving me this, they're giving me two performance stage and I, they want me to bring back a couple of the old school bands that used to play that everybody missed and loved so well. And they said for me to, you know, whoever I put on the ticket, that's, that's who it's going to be because of the way I listen to music. I'm noticing, I'm noticing right here today they're putting anybody on an on a old school ticket. Like, for instance, I made this comment on my show, and I, I, I keep it real. If, if you can't deal with realness, then you can't deal with me. That's just the bottom line. Now, I saw where somebody had put a concert together with Evelyn Champagne King, and then they turned around and they put uh, the shot lights on there, and then there was somebody else on the ticket. Those people do not compliment each other. I mean, they're great in, in their own standing. Uh, first of all, you got the shot lights who is basically uh, into love music, their, their love songs. And then you've got Evelyn Champagne King that is more of, of the disco era if anybody understands that you would i would I never i would see me Myra, i would never ever put disco with love music it it, it it just doesn't work because what type of audience are you going to bring to the surface are you bringing people who love that disco era or are you bringing people who love the the old school music love song type era see those two those two types of groups you just don't put together if you're going to put a concert together put it together where people can uh appreciate that type of love music like i said and i put this out there uh for the Rockford the Rockford and the Chicago land promoters i said look if i'm going to put a concert together I'm going to put, and, and here's my, the names of my groups that I would put the, on this ticket. I would put uh, the Shylites. I would put the Stylistics. I would put uh, the Enchantment. 
and I would put the Manhattans. Because guess what? These four, these four groups, they complement each other's music. And I'm going to tell you, I just came back from a concert. When I heard the stylistic, I said, oh, my God. That man, that man will make you put your drawers on backwards in pure darkness, the way he sung those songs. I kid you not. Women should have been there with their bloomers, throwing them on the stage that night. Because that boy blew, I mean, he sounded just like he came off the radio. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm in love with that man all over again. <laughs> he made my toenails curl without even having any paint on the toes. I'm telling you, he really, he, this man brought his game face when he sung with the stylistics that night. So, if I'm promoting stylistics, and yes, yes, folks, I'm, I'll promote the stylistics because these guys, the money that you're going to spend for an old-school concert to hear these guys perform is worth every penny, every penny. Now, so, that's real music. Exactly. But what I'm saying is if you're going to do old-school music, put old-school music artists with where they belong. Now, I'm not saying that uh, Evelyn Champagne King is not a wonderful old-school artist. She is. But she needs to be put with ladies like Donna Summers. She needs to be put with, like, Cheryl Lynn. She needs to be put with Shaka Khan. See, these are the types of ladies who was in that disco era that could complement her music. Don't just put any – if you're going to just put – to me, that's like you putting Snoop Doggy Dog with Randy Travis. Okay, good luck right. with that. Who's gonna come and listen to a? Who's gonna come and listen funny. to hip hop with country music? You ain't gonna do it. It's not gonna happen. So I kind of I have to I have to slap the 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 current promoters on the hand for doing that. Another another concert promoter that I saw out there today. This man is putting uh uh what's the name of that group? Uh, P Funk, the P Funk, uh, George Clinton mm-hmm. and the Parliament Funkadelics. He's putting this group with war. Really? Oh. <laughs> I was like, are you for real? Okay, T-Funk, when you talk about when you want to get funky and, and, and that's the funky type of music, you put T-Funk with Zap and Roger. See, these two guys will complement each other. You put the Ohio players in there that can bring that kind of funk. You put cameo, but what? Dude, really? <laughs> well, it sounds to me that you really have your your fingers on the pulse. Oh well they don't needed. you don't you don't have any clue when 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 these promoters put me together uh and talk about spending this money uh, in reference to bringing the old school, oh, I'm going to bring it because they say that I got the floor for 12 shows to do with old school music as I choose. And I'm going to do my best to bring these guys and say, hey, hey, you guys got money on the table that you, y'all you're not paying attention to. Hello. I'm trying to, I'm trying to show you something. You better pay attention. Um, but right now I got to deal with the attitudes, uh, Myra. Is you know, there's a good thing and a bad thing about <laughs> being in the business, in, in the entertainment business. You got to deal with the ups and downs, and some of the downside of it is that you deal with so many uh, 
attitudes by these old heads is what I call them. Uh, they think that they, you know, they're all that in a bag of chips. But see, what I try to let them to realize something, you may have been a bag of chips back in your day. But see, you're talking about a whole new different era. These young people need to be introduced to your music. And that's a whole, that's, that's new money on the table right there, right there. And if you don't come correct and let somebody who knows this, this new thing versus this old thing bring you together like it's supposed to be done, uh, it, it, it's, it's just not going to come out right. Just, just like with my, with my dad, uh, my dad's group. I saw a video of of them singing at a hot dog stand. I said, really? You going to take my daddy's music and sing at a hot dog stand? Oh, no, 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 son. Uh-uh, uh-uh. We finna stop that. We 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 finna cut that off at the at the knees. <laughs> if you gonna represent, if you gonna if you gonna represent Bernard Wilson, you got to come correct because see that's that's me right there. You know that's my daddy's. That was my daddy's blood. You how you gonna sit up there and be performing his song at a hot dog stand in, in somebody's backyard? Uh uh-uh. uh uh uh. That ain't gonna work. Oh no. no and, oh no no no. But no. you have a you have a sense of style and a sense of what's missing that a lot of other people don't. So I think that's what makes you so special because you have this unbelievable passion. It's not just all about being successful on a financial level for you. It's about keeping the legacy that Mm -hmm. you inherited, even though you didn't know it when you were very young, you inherited that legacy. And I was really excited when you told me that you're playing to take it to TV. Now, what kind of show are you envisioning for TV? Well, Mara, this TV thing has been in production uh, for the last uh, four years. Four years. It's been on the table for four years because they're trying to figure out what actors and another thing that I will be introducing with a touch of reality entertainment is a character called grandma bounce. <laughs> grandma bounce is, is, and it was an old school neighbor that me and my dad used to watch in the backyard with her and her brother standstill. And we, and you talk about funny. <laughs> we, yeah. we couldn't, we couldn't stop laughing. And my mother never understood this day. She never understood what is so funny with those two. That's because me and my dad would sit in the garage and watch these two across the alley. They, the things that these two used to do, Grandma Bounce, boy, when Grandma Bounce get, get the music playing, it, that's all over with. It, it's a wrap. Now, I didn't like Grandma Bounce. I'm going to tell you something. I didn't like her because she had a love that I had. Me and her had the same love, and I had a problem with that. She had the same love for Sugarfoot of the Ohio play. And I said, I tell everybody, uh, that was my first husband. That's my lie, and I'm sticking to it. Um, <laughs> she had a love for Ohio players, too. So I had a problem with Grandma Bounce uh, back in the day. I didn't like her too well. But now they want me to bring her to life uh, in the show. Now, the show, if you remember the, the, the day of the Flip Wilson shows mm-hmm. and the Carol Burnett show, those are the type of shows, that's the type of show a Touch of Reality Entertainment Edition will be based upon, but it's going to be where it's incorporating all of the old school music artists in. 
with a mixture of comedy. Oh, that would be wonderful. Oh, so, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be where all ages can enjoy. Uh, as a matter of fact, what people don't know is uh, the Ohio players was originally supposed to have been doing the first plot to the, to the show, but Sugarfoot winded up passing away in 2013, which was a bummer because now I gotta we got to figure out how what my first show is going to be about uh, or who's going to take that place because I had intentions on uh, having my father's show uh, in reference to the Blue Notes and Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes to be for a Father's Day tribute, not for the first show. Um, so I don't know how I don't know how they're gonna how they're gonna rearrange it, but I will say this: I'll be talking to producers as of two weeks from today. Uh, two weeks from today, I'll be talking to producers as to which direction we're headed with a touch of reality, the entertainment, and I'm bringing my own. Blue Notes. It's called the Sapphire Blue Notes because that's what my dad had written in, in a love letter to my mother. He wanted the original name of his group to be the Sapphires, uh, Sapphire Blue Notes. So I'm going to honor that, and I'm going to we're we're uh, auditioning uh, men who can sing, uh, uh, tenor, bass, so on and so forth, for us to bring back that flavor of what my father originally had intentions for. Um, I tried to give, in all honesty, uh, my, I tried to give the, the Blue Notes that are singing now the opportunity to be a part of this historic moment because I even tried to explain to them that we're making a movie. Uh, the, the movie called Missing My Daddy's Love is going to be coming also into play alongside of A Touch of Reality New Entertainment Edition. And they would have had a chance to uh, represent my father's name in such a way, but see, they got so arrogant and they, you know, they, they don't have time to answer an email or answer a phone call, which is what I tell people on the, on the backside of things. You got time to promote a concert that you're doing in somebody's backyard, but you ain't got time to pick up the phone and see what I want to try to help you with using my daddy's name. So I'm not angry or anything at them. I'm just going to, you know, I'm the type of person, I keep it moving. I'm going to ask you one time and one time only. If you don't take heed to it, then I got to go. It's time to push. I, I ain't got time to play. Um, these people are talking about spending major, major money. They didn't already explain to me that over the next 10 years, uh, I have the power to to help produce up anywhere between 25 to $35 million in this TV and music industry that I'm about to do. So when you talk about people who wants to play games just because they're on their own little ego trips, I ain't got time to do it. I really don't. Uh, I'm just going to do what Linda knows what to do and, 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 and bring and forth be your who wants to be a part. Self. Yeah, be exactly. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, when they're talking about putting 35 and $25 million up on the table, baby, I got to dance. Not only do I have to dance, I got to sing, I got to perform, I got to, I got to get everybody in queue, I got to put people in clothes. I'm wearing a million hats, but, but at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's making a legacy come alive again. And that's, that's the whole purpose of it. Uh, it's, it's making my father look good because he did not have that opportunity. He, had, he was weighed down by my family and, and, and the problems and the, and the situations uh, that occurred 
uh, that kept us apart. But see, God kept us together because he kept us in spirit. And that I'll always, I'll always have and always carry. He, he certainly did. And it's a wonderful mission, a beautiful vision, and I know it's going to come to fruition. So I want to say thank you for sharing your innermost feelings with us, being as honest and open as you were about what you want to do and are doing, how you've grown your listener base. It's amazing you're doing everything right. So thank you for spending this time with us, Linda. And you're welcome back as 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 new things happen, you're welcome back to share with us exactly what's happening as you move forward on this great path. Well, Myra, I'm going to have you in the studio audience when we when we get it. I'm going to have to bring you to Chicago. You're going to have to make a, make a pit stop. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I wouldn't miss I want you to be sitting anything. in that studio audience, girl. I want you to be sitting in that studio audience when we bring this to the surface because that's where it's headed. And... Uh, I hope that uh, we can uh, uh, get the word out, let everybody know, uh, and, and please invite everybody to the uh, to my gospel celebration. Uh, I will be singing for the very first time out of 25 years. I'll be I'll be on the mic. When is that? When, that when will be October the 24th and 25th uh, okay. this year for a gospel music concert, and I will be introducing the. The Sapphire Blue Notes, and uh, there will be other great groups that I've brought to the surface that's going to blow it out the water as well. We uh, we we're going to show up and show out. <laughs> oh, I know you will. It's going to be fantastic. So, Linda, thanks for spending the time with us, and uh, make sure you let me know when uh, again, just before it happens, so I can help spread the word. All right. And Thank you so much. Yeah. Okay, and to you out there in cyberspace, until next time, never say impossible. You've been listening to Never Say Impossible, a show created to inspire, motivate, and inform the public with unique guests and content. NSI is a powerful way to connect with millions of people all over the world. Visit NSI at Myra's website, www.myragoldick.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.